Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Fairly Awesome Podcast. That's a very exciting episode. That's the last single-digit episode. Mm. On a quick personal note, uh, it's my youngest daughter's first birthday, so happy first birthday. You're now on the internet. Enjoy that when you're <laughs> 18 and no one cares anyway. I, I was going to say, I think Chris Hansen's about to Chris step Hansen. in on this. No, no, it's, yeah. it's cool. It's, it's cool? It's allowed? No. no. It's allowed? I'm not sure where that was going, but yeah. I'm creeped out now. No, you're, you said you're on the internet. No, no. <laughs> Not that what? way. Not, that, not the Go Ram internet we talked about. That's a regular internet. <laughs> I gotcha. Anyway, I am Chris Keen. Here with me is Ryan McDowell. Hey, Bushing. Hey. Josh Bushing. Yo. Who we've determined through blood tests a 50 50 chance they are actually related. We're still. Haven't that checked out? 50-50. So either you yeah. are or you're I, not. I actually, I think we're, we're the same person, but we're from parallel universes. Right. Yes. Mm. See, I'm the guy that was patient zero, like, you know, kind of like sliders. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that guy. I released the plague. I'm and the guy behind the guy behind the guy. Yes. The guy. Yeah. 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 No, no, I'm like Maury Povich here, and the results just came in. And <laughs> that was a lie. So again, anyway, episode nine, which, uh, episode nine, that, uh, that reminds me of a nine joke. Hey, why did everybody stay away from episode seven? Because uh, seven, eight, nine? nine? This no! Because it was shit. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway. That would be my that was That's all of Nate's fault. Yeah. This is Nate. Nate inspired every single tangent from that episode. I, I did. Speaking of tangents, we'll tangent away from the entrance to the first topic. Uh, second screen uh, interactions on, on the next generation of consoles, which we'll throw to Ryan here, and he'll kind of explain what, what we're looking at here. Yeah, well, okay, so people are starting to look at, um, you know, the next-gen consoles and, and what's out there, reasons to, to switch over to next-gen. Is Are there really any reasons out there? And one of the things I'm, I'm seeing is that... Uh, the potential for second screen integration. Um, you know, I don't know. In the past, second screens have played almost zero part in in games. You know, mm-hmm. you get like maybe a little handy utility that shows you your stats. That's not second screen. Yeah. That might as well have been a website. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but they they you know the Wii U has has had some titles that do second screen mm-hmm. because the controller has a second screen on it. Yeah. Now, from my understanding, even in the Wii U. There's only been like, you know, a handful of projects that actually really utilize second screen as a second screen as opposed to just sort of an <clears> alternate <throat> screen. Or showing, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker uses it as like an inventory system, so you can actually control um, the inventory as opposed to pausing the game and messing with the menu. But you can also use it as a screen to like switch between and, and alternate what's on the TV yeah. and what's on the, the actual Yeah, screen. and you know, the... PS4 is doing sort of the same thing with uh, the PS Vita, where you can... It, it's not really second screen, it's alternate screen, right? Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that we're going to see some second screen slash um, maybe alternate play, is what I'll, I'll, I'll say. Like, <coughs> perhaps what we'll get is... Uh, I, I think we're going to start seeing this coming. They're not all there right now. But uh, we could start seeing things like Assassin's Creed 4 has uh, an interface for you to, yes, it has all of your stats and sort of mission stuff, and it shows you, you know, you can do a map live while you're playing. Right. And that's pretty cool. Oh, very um, nice. And that is out right now. But mm-hmm. the, the other thing is your, um, 
Is this by a smart glass? Uh, yes. Oh, it's by. No, no, this, is, this isn't smart glass. This is actually a an, a separate a separate app. Separate oh, yeah, app. it is. It is. Oh, sorry, it is a standalone. Okay. A standalone. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay. I didn't know that. Yep, and it it uh, works on both Android and iOS. Right. On hmm. on iOS, I believe it it works on both the iPhone and the the iPad. On Android, it is intended for their tablets, but you can. I think there's a. I think there's a phone kinda, version now, but it's kind of limited yeah. phone release. But so. you can get the huh. tablet one to work on a. On a yeah, phone I, as have, well. I have a shrink down. I think. Yeah, I have. A, I have an. I have dynamic a, resolution. Uh, I have an S two that you know it was when it was still intended for tablets. It's on my phone, so I huh. gotcha. But like what cool. they what they do with it is uh, it, not just while you're playing, you know, second screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's say you're away, you know, from you know you're at uh, you're in line somewhere, and instead of playing phone <laughs> games, you know, there's there's a uh, mini game on the phone. That actually helps your your career, and it's mm-hmm. uh, your normally you had like your assassins where your initiates and recruits and whatnot you'd send them off and they'd go level up. Right. You can do that system now. Oh, through, well, they're ship battles. That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a game mechanic where you basically send uh, you you recruit a fleet of ships by capturing ships in the game, adding them to your fleet, and then you can send them out to different parts of the world to retrieve money. Basically. Oh. So you have an inventory loot, of things like loot and booty. Yes. <laughs> you have an inventory. Of Things Could like be. sugar yeah. and rum and and spices and things like that. that Metal that wood. You have to have enough to send the ship out to make the delivery. But the ship makes the delivery takes you know anywhere from an hour to I think you know twelve to sixteen hours, and it is real time. So you send the ship out, and the ship is gone, you know, for twelve hours. Oh wow! And so you, they actually changed it. It's not no longer like you know in the older Assassin's Creed games, you'd send your guys on missions, and they'd be gone for like I don't know, 15 right. 20, minutes, minutes, yeah. twenty minutes, yeah, yeah. 15 or twenty minutes. But yeah, you send the ships out. And when they come back, you get whatever the reward was. So, you know, 100 reals or, you know, even 32, 3,500 reals. Far Cry 3? Yeah, I was gonna just going to say. Gonna yeah. say we, I the, yeah, Far, Far Cry 3 had the same kind of concept where you had a, a standalone player that and you would a, install. And then a companion app? Hell, yeah, and you, you installed it, it a companion app on your phone or tablet or whatever. I, I had it on my phone, and you could – it wasn't people that you were sending out. But it was like you decoded things. Like you picked mm-hmm. up these random things, like flash drives or CD-ROMs or whatever. Yeah. And each one had a, a various time constraint. But then you only had a couple, and then as you progressed, you could unlock multiple levels of how many you could run at one period of time. Yeah. And so we had like I think one or two that you could run, you know, back to back or whatever. And then when that one finished, you'd switch it with the new one. Interesting. Hmm. Well, what one. I mean, Battlefield 4 also uses a um, an app, uh, what do they call it, the Commander View, right, oh, where they okay. can see the battlefield and mm-hmm. they can sort of uh, garrison units and they can send in, <laughs> that's cool. uh, like, airstrikes and things like that. So that's pretty cool stuff, and I think we're going to see a lot more of it. And I, I, I'm going to make the claim, and we're going to touch on some other subjects of Next Gen later in this podcast, but... Uh, one of the things I think we're going to see isn't so much a huge step forward in graphics that we normally see at every every iteration. And don't get me wrong, the graphics of the next uh, generation games, the ones that are running it at uh, 1080, they do look fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's going to be the big, you know, when you walk away from what's <coughs> next gen, I don't think it's going to be graphics that you remember that this gameplay. gen, yeah. it's going to be gameplay, mm-hmm. It's going to it's integration really. Yep. Integration with 
in this instance, and we'll get to it later, but in this instance, the, the second screen, the ability for smart glass. They started building it up with Xbox 360, yep. but really it was just you could send messages to your friends, you could check achievements. <laughs> yeah, use it like a keyboard. Right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. pad, which is kind of nice. Yep. Yeah. You could use it as a remote as yeah. well, you know, that, that sort of thing. I thought it's really cool that it's, you know, technology that we're finally getting um, developer buy-in. In this kind of, uh, you know, it's it's been around on the PC. Market for it. Well, yeah, there's I it think. was around on the PC in the early days. They had like an LCD screen or something down here, and like you said, it would just have stats or something like that. You know, like I have the the G19 Logitech, and it's like a it's an LCD screen, and you can watch movies on it. Like who would really watch a movie? But it's it's designed for more stats. You know, it's just an extra screen, so you can kind of basically whatever you want. Down yeah, the Wow Raider. The yeah, the board. Wow Raider board is kind of what it was for. It's like, hey, I'm gonna be raiding, so I might as well watch a movie down here. I gotta watch some Star Trek Deep Space. Nine while I'm raiding or something. I don't know. Why but would you do that to yourself? I, I, I don't know. Deep Space Nine. Oh, uh, are we gonna have a Star Trek? No, we'll, we'll, we'll stay. We'll, off okay, well, okay. Well, we won't tangent we'll that one. Save that. Stanton would. Stanton would be. Stanton would be going to war with you. But yeah. <laughs> so I do think that that's what we're gonna we're gonna start seeing is is more of this, and it makes a lot of sense. Especially yeah. it, it can get you to buy in. Mm-hmm. You know, um, let's say. You know, you get this, and and they start incrementing or uh, releasing more stuff for the companion app or smart glass integration with that app. If they're not going to make a standalone, hmm. um, yeah, I can see a lot of people feeling that they're getting a lot of value for their money if they've got the game and they're playing <clears throat> some sort of game away from their system, like know. the division where they had the the iPad that you can control the drone that they were showing or whatever. That they right. just come into their game and they're he's just using a drone to like yeah. sight targets for him and right. everything. That would be awesome. Yeah. I'm all for that. I like that the that kind of stuff is really cool. Yeah, it has me excited. <clears throat> it's an it's it's more like you said an integration. It's like all these things exist separately, but we're finally getting to that point where things are starting to join and you have yeah. that coalescing. And it's and I think some of what you're seeing that is is the push towards uh, cloud gaming a little bit, which I think we've talked about before. Yeah, yeah. Because some of it, because a little bit resides in the cloud, it can continue running and there are multiple ways to get to that data mm-hmm. while you're not playing. Because uh, the, the Assassin's Creed 4 app uh, is a lot of fun to, to do the ship fights and to just, you know, log back into the game and have, you know, several hundred thousand coins waiting for you yeah. to go spend. Yeah, huge rewards, really. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't matter how long you play it. Like, your only limiter is uh, your ships become damaged, mm-hmm. and so you have to have gems to repair the ship. So your only limit is when you run out of gems, you kind of have to go back into the game and, and either acquire them by salvaging ships or fighting battles in the, the mini game and winning them without getting your ship damaged more than the, than the gems you get. But there was some stuff like this before. Uh, Mass Effect had... A kind of a second game, like Infiltrator, I think. Mm-hmm. That that For one three. actually cost money. I think that one actually cost money, like four or five dollars or something like that. But mm-hmm. uh, it did add to your uh, whatever your war galactic. Your it galactic, was a galactic readiness. Galactic readiness. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So you could play that game outside, and it kind of impacted your your inside game a little bit. But w- with that one, one because it actually cost money, and two because galactic readiness wasn't all that hard to get. You know. Way up into the, mm-hmm. into the well beyond beyond what, what you needed anyway. It wasn't that big of a deal, but I think I think it will be interesting to see where this goes to the point that you have you know this is the game you play, and then the side app has two or three games mm-hmm. that either get you money or get you additional experience, or you know you can log in and watch somebody else play the game on while you're away from your console. So I think that'll be really cool. I think that'll be a lot of fun to see exactly what everybody decides to come out with on that. Do you think the uh like we we've talked about second screens more in the kind of uh 
client server base you know like we're talking more about like having an app that hooks into or like you said cloud um but do you think that um we haven't really talked about the remote play stuff on in this do you think uh do you think the internet's at a place where we can you know run like stream from ps4 to vita successfully over the over wi-fi or i mean obviously you mean local wi-fi but like internet wise you think we're getting to a point where that's maybe the next step? It, no. it might be, but and I with would, the Vita, it's it's a little bit better. The, with the Vita, it's a little bit better than than say it would be with Smart Glass. Yeah, because you don't have you're just gonna have all touch, right? Versus a Vita, you actually still have sticks and In full control set. Yeah, mm-hmm. but maybe with GamePad for iOS, and when they make one for Android, maybe mm-hmm. that would make a lot more sense. You know that you could. Um, you could stream it. I don't know that the bandwidth levels are really there for AAA games. Yeah, for that sort of fidelity because that's that's a really high resolution. Yeah, you know, and to get that onto a phone streaming right. or a, when, you're, when you're straining the limits of the console, it's going to be even more straining. Well, I think the that's limits the hard of, part is that the Netflix works and it'll stream high fidelity type things like. Uh, Whatever your HD or whatever to like say an HD iPad, but you're not controlling it. Right? But the, exactly. Yeah. The that issue is they can buffer. Well, they can. Yeah. You can't they buffer can, a video. Game. Yeah, you they can buffer. buffer and Netflix game. has the the CDNs at a lot of the ISPs, so they have they kind of have all their data cached locally. At oh, the, really? At the ISP. I didn't See, know that. I was going to. That was that was one of my points. So that <clears> they stole from you. But feel free to go. Ahead. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say also uh, that if the uh, NSA would take, you know, stop. Hoarding all of the data, is that, we, we might have some bandwidth kick that's up. What the, that's what the problem is: is, is the that they're, they're, they're stealing yeah. so much. Yes. They're stealing our bandwidth as well as our information. Mm, yes, that could be. Well, I mean, if it has to duplicate every single thing out there, yeah, I don't know. No, I just, just yeah. Okay. That being said, that being uh, said, yes. we get back to I know, the screens. I know. Um, <laughs> so, so the Wii, the Wii U offers a couple different things. Um, for second screen experiences or what they're trying to do is you know you you can control uh certain aspects i know like in the original e3 demo video for the wii u they had this uh like throwing star looking game where you would you know or like demo it was a tech demo i don't know if anything's ever going to come of it but it looked kind of cool that they were like throwing stars off the touch screen onto the mm-hmm. screen i thought that would be kind of some cool integration do you guys think there's going to be that's gimmicky to me you think you think that would be it's like the super scope for the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the but I just mean, or, you know, do you think there's other... there's an offering for that second screen to offer any uh, to actually be a controller? Yeah, or or, or change, the way, change the way you play the game. Let's I like your point way. with Battlefield. Like you're saying that he could control certain things. The, like yeah. if you could integrate, you know, a tablet to do that, mm-hmm. I think the command structure would be a little bit more fun for certain people that that are missing out on on strategy games these days. Yeah. Here's the the other thing I can I can see because if you put it through uh, really complex, there have been some PC games that would be really difficult to do on a console just because you don't have a full keyboard there, right? Right. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just keyboard, but I'm saying, uh, let's say a proper Mech Warrior, right? Mm. There are too many controls. Yeah. To do it that way, if you had your Steel controller, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. If you had your controller there and you've got your your iPad or your, you know, whatever, your tablet or your phone or whatever, and it's got sort of a, 
a unique interface to that 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 just does more settings. You could probably do it via radial menus. You yeah. could probably, but if it's like instant, like okay, I need you know this. You know, you just like reach weapon and tap. swapping. Yeah, we like weapon that. swaps or maybe. shield configurations and maybe wing versus Tie Fighter Ryan. <laughs> maybe I see where you're going with this. <laughs> but, but I think that that ha I think it adds more to the games that could possibly become from this. When we get back to you know where somebody doesn't necessarily th thinks that this is going to be the the end all be all. Yeah. I mean, we have this reiterative gaming where you know we just continue to release Call of Duties after Call of Duties and and Battlefields after Battlefields, and people are going to eventually get bored of this cycle. Yeah. So they're going to want I think it's something already kind of getting there. I think so. Too, Call of Duty goes got going panned, to get or not pan the other one. <laughs> it was kind of critically not lauded at all. Yeah, Call of Duty goes. And it was, yeah. that's it. But that's going to play into hopefully getting people back to a different genre of, or, you know. Or it's expanding, expanding what the console expanding is Expanding the experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay, look, here's an interesting one for you. Sure. Madden. Madden has been already been like five years since people have been like, you know, <laughs> uncle, uncle, enough of the exact same thing yeah, over and over. Same. With just so new rosters. And right. Yeah. So their play base now is is only the people that are like super fanatical about about you know playing football games you know because it's the same thing every time i mean the graphics keep getting better yes but you could skip three or four games before you go okay there's enough in this one to justify getting back into it yeah paying you know? 60 dollars but that's the along. funny thing is they could have released a game with just an engine that they continue to you know expand Iterate. on yeah. yeah and then just have it you know xbox store or whatever and you buy the buy the buy this season that's what they do they pretend it's a new game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they, they do kind of do that. But, yeah. okay, let's say this is a, an interesting example. Sure. It, with relevancy to second screen, what if your playbook was there? What if your playbook was on your second screen and you're playing against the guy next to you? You know what I mean? Or if they are on the couch next to you, before you could see them, you know, like Tech Mobile. It's like, oh, which player screen. are you gonna play? Right. <laughs> hey, look away for a second. Okay, I'm gonna use the, you know, the yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. some of that stuff could uh, reinvigorate the you know markets that being able been... to, to set your plays on a, a pad or something and then go yeah. like oh now now I'm ready to go even if it's against somebody on on the internet if if they're you know if you're playing against Xbox Live or you're playing against uh, PlayStation Network or something like that I still think it adds something to have you know the the playbook right there as yeah. opposed to everything on the screen yeah. it's tactile yeah. well but the only cool issue too. is you have to go to the lowest common denominator right you have to expect that everybody who's going to play this is going to have the bare minimum which in this case if you need an iPad you know you got to expect everybody has an iPad and that's kind of a buy in that well, you have you, to have. there are, there are ways around it but yeah i mean the, the peripheral market though shows well, like, that like, i'd say most people have phones yeah, and but, everybody these days, not necessarily everybody's yes. going to smartphones, but I would say the majority of people are smartphones. That's safe people. to say. That's safe to say. Why not? I mean, do it like Assassin's Creed. You don't need the you don't need yeah, the you don't need game game to do that. You can game just or you can add. play it on your phone. So yeah, gotcha. You get it to a point where it's additive, and then later on will become something that people later on will want to have, right? And think is necessary. Yeah. So jumping from. Uh, the future of gaming control. We're going to jump oh. back a little bit no. and say with uh, with current uh, gaming and kind of previous gaming on consoles, is there an expectation set by developers that you already know, you know, the the game controller layouts and how to you know man, uh, manipulate thumbsticks and things like that? Nate, what what do you feel about you know a common <clears throat> expectation from developers that you know you will know how to play this game before you play it? 
Um, yeah, I feel, I feel like uh, gaming kind of expects you in, in the way it's, it's delivered now is expects you to kind of know these things going in. You know, developers expect you to have a vocabulary, uh, so to speak, of, of you know controls and you know when something pops up on the screen you know this is the left stick or you know and they show it's usually a layout or something like that especially mm-hmm. with quick time events they just kind of throw them in there and expect you to know um i i thought of this more uh in relation to my girlfriend ashley she plays you know mostly platformers and she's been very 2d based um so the jump to 3D for her is like, you know, she has no... Uh, How to control a 3D camera. No sense. Camera. Yeah, the camera really, really goes, you know... Really controlling can. the player and controlling the camera, two different things. Yep, yep. And the tw- and twin sticks, I mean, it really takes a, somebody, you know, would have to spend some time doing You know, I grew up with GoldenEye in order to kind of get used to that before it even had the f- two-stick shooter. You know, it was one stick at that point, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A really quick note about that. You know, you can, with GoldenEye, even back then, you could plug in two controllers. And and, control. Yep. And you could play one person. Did not know that. Two two Nintendo 64 controllers, and you have two triggers and two sticks, and it works just like like Xbox does, or like PlayStation. Like you hold them like, holy gun style? Yep. Cow. I have no idea. You use the two sticks, and you can use one to look and one to move. Oh, that's really cool. It's pretty pretty slick doing it that way, but. Why didn't you tell us this? You know, 15... 10 or 15 years ago. I was ago. using it to whoop you, all your you, asses. You were, you were cheating, weren't you? <laughs> no, you were getting the body armor. You had it on timer. You knew it. You were playing odd right. jobs so you were hard enough to shoot. Okay. I'm, uh, all right. So, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're like, yeah, yeah. Odd yeah. job. He was hard to shoot. He was small. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Odd job. Okay. Odd job. Difficult to shoot. Hard. Never mind. Continue on, Nate. Oh. I don't mind in the gutter. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> Well, it wouldn't be back, uh, back fairly to awesome that, podcast if back it wasn't to the GoRam internet. internet. The GoRam internet's here. Um, <laughs> he got caught up from really. <laughs> <laughs> he did. It's a little laggy there. It's a little yeah, laggy. Full you, your remote play needs fixed. <laughs> yes, sir. It does. <laughs> you need to connect better. Anyway, close the tabs. <laughs> tangents. <laughs> tangents there. Yeah. Uh, common vocabulary, as I was saying. So, do you, do you feel like um, we're kind of uh, we're catered to? Right. We all understand this. And how to how to work a twin stick shooter, but how do you teach somebody that? You know, how do you how do you go about <clears throat> explaining that to somebody and and making a tutorial for that, right? But I think it's hard because that's that's one of those things where it's iterative gaming, where mm-hmm. you get to that point where it's you've got because you're used to the D-pad, yeah, you've got the D pad. You originally grew up with a Nintendo, and, and you really, you learned how to manipulate with that. And then you moved on to the Super NES, which added a couple buttons up here, and you're like, oh god. <laughs> Wave of the future. Yeah. <laughs> I got four buttons on this side. I don't know what to do. Yeah, like Pilot Wings was a was an interesting example. I, re- I mean, not that the original Nintendo had the four way oh, movement yeah. and the two buttons. That was it. That was it. You yeah. know, well, start and select, which didn't do anything inside a game. Not really. You know, maybe a pause for start. That was it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, and then you get to pilot wings, and you had to use all the buttons and the yeah, yep. and it was it was like oh god flaps gear flaps, yeah. ah! <laughs> and it was like <laughs> game over yes yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> no they didn't so uh, I don't know it, it, but building upon that and then people wonder all of a sudden why you know those that didn't grow up doing that or gaming wise can't really get into it and they get this monstrosity of you know like the Xbox Duke and they're like I, am I flying what am I doing with this beam me up go <laughs> they're doing some high duke I don't I don't know what the problem with the duke was <laughs> Chris has got giant yeah, meat hands. Somebody was like, like, "Oh, it's fine." Duke. You go over to a friend's house and they're like, oh, "I've got the S controller," and I'm like, "Okay, let me just 
<laughs> Play that with. You're sipping your wine. Like, <laughs> get my pinkies out. We go into a tea party afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> going to a tea party when I'm done here. Okay. Chris would prefer if he pulled full triggers. He was just. <laughs> throwing oh, a I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I guess suppose back on topic. Yeah. Yes, I do sorry. think. But I do think that. Uh, it, it depends how old you are, because if, if you're True. growing up now, mm-hmm. it's almost like second nature. They get how to do it, and they don't need the tutorials. Yeah. You know? Versus, uh, I would do like that. Though. I would say, yeah, sure. Yeah. And I would say that that if you if you didn't grow up gaming, right? Yeah. Then it becomes difficult to learn all the mechanics, which <clears throat> we're fine because we grew up gaming. Yeah. Right. Uh, when I say that the you know really young kids like. 95% of the population on Call of Duty or whatever, you know, because they're all 12-year-olds or whatever the, that saying is, um, they have apparently no problem getting a hold of it. And it's not like that game yeah. has the, like, Halo. Uh, when you played the original Halo, it was like a five minute. It was it was, seriously was like a full five minutes of, here's how you look around. Look yeah, up, now look look down. Up. We need to test your suit, Chief. You're like, yeah. sure you do. You need to test my, my aerobics with controller. <laughs> Right. What was interesting, though, is uh, my, funny enough, my mom actually started getting into Skyrim. Oh. Right? So when she she picked it up on Xbox 360, and when she played it, it took her forever to get the the controls. So I'd, like, turn sensitivity way down so she could get, okay, you know, I can't quite get there fast enough. Okay, then you bump it up a little bit. Yeah. But I suppose that's the way you do it, is you start, you know... You start with sensitivity all the way down, and so then then they're at the point where they can control it. It's just not fast enough, yeah. right? And then and you start you upping just, the sensitivity. Yeah. You look at the people that are extremely proficient and at uh, twitch shooters, and their sensitivity is jacked all the way up. Yeah. You know, they can yeah. do like an eighth so they of can a spin second, around, right? Yeah. Eighth of a second spin around, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> just like, yeah. you, do that. you think you think maybe um, not having that history of gaming is kind of impacts a little bit the popularity of, like, phone games like with a touchscreen interface because it is so much simpler oh, that there's not a whole lot that you really have to get. That's it's, probably, you know, Angry yeah. Birds is touch the screen, move your finger this way, and let go. Yeah. <clears throat> I would, Does that I would kind of so. impact that a little bit? I think it's maybe because they have access to it. Uh, since everybody has a phone, everybody's going to have it, and not everybody has a gaming console. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or chooses to have a gaming console. It's, so will it, it's more will prevalent, it... I would say, especially now that, you know, we've got 10 years in, or whatever, for, you know, those game consoles. But It's a self-identity thing, too. Those people that, they're like, I'm not a gamer, but I play Angry Birds and Bejeweled and this, and you're like, well, you're a gamer then. You yeah, know, yeah, like, it comes yeah. down to that definition. So some people, like, say, oh, as soon as I see a twin stick, they're like, I'm out. I don't want to, I don't want to touch that. I, I need to be able to steer, which is where they got the Wii idea from. You know, this was those grandmas trying to play Mario Kart and they're steering with the with the controller yeah, and following it. Yeah. They want to be able to do the actual... Battle yeah. I was get get up, get up. Exactly. <laughs> I used to play with the Nintendo where yeah. you know, the controller might as well have had an accelerometer yeah, like, <laughs> throwing it around. Shaking it. And getting, getting the tongue in it. Maybe that's maybe Miley Cyrus is a former Nintendo player. Maybe, maybe. That's where the tongue comes from. <laughs> I was working the I was going to say, right. if the Nintendo actually had an accelerometer <laughs> in it, they would, they would have probably pegged me for Major League Baseball because I threw that thing yeah. faster than 90 miles an hour. <laughs> His Mega Man rage is oh. legendary. It's like all these stories about the Nintendo Wii controllers being thrown through the screen, and you're like, that's been happening with Nintendo for years. <laughs> Just had a, a cord attached, yeah. so it pulled it back to you to hit you in the face so you could get even more mad. <laughs> 
budget rage in a little bit, but but yeah. But yeah so so basically, you know, developers, even though there's kind of a little bit of a tutorial, they they expect they do expect you to kind of know exactly how the controls work. You know, how to throw a grenade, how to switch weapons, how to melee stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever? Kind of tangenting off of that a little bit. Have you ever wondered why the controller configurations aren't more configurable? You know, would, would that maybe make it that, easier yes. to get into? Yes. Like there are, there's always, that you know, there's, there's like the default, there's Southpaw, there's a couple of minor changes based on what buttons do what, but there's never been, at least on, you know, the major consoles, a fully configurable that I'm Map aware whatever of. you want. And yeah, to be honest, whatever there's no excuse behind that. Like, it makes zero sense no. to me. In in a in a an environment like the Xbox, and especially the Xbox One, where you've got a, a, an OS that runs a dashboard or some sort of thing, it's always running, <clears throat> always on. Right? There's no reason behind. That. There's a, there's a, there's it's an excuse. Pure, yeah, it's pure it's called laziness. laziness. Yeah, yes. it's called developers don't want to write the code that that changes them. But they don't even need to do and that store it at a, globally. At a, but they don't need to do that at a game level. If they did it at the OS level, That's so that when all. they press A, it interprets it as. I mean, there've been little twenty dollar adapters that used to do this for every other console. Yep, you yep. plug it in line to the controller. You know, and then it goes from that to the console, whatever it was. Yeah. And this is all the way back to Nintendo. You yeah, can yeah. Switch. Yeah, Switch. You can, plug, you can plug SNES and USB, you yeah. know, the same yeah. way, and it just allows you to yeah. configure it. And, and you know, switches buttons to turbo or, yep. you know, whatever. So Absolutely. So clearly it can be done that, you know, you can swap what these what these do. And I don't understand why they don't do that. I mean, clearly I understand that if uh, there's... Um, Let's see degrees of of pressing it. It's not a button that's either on or off, right. More like throttle style. Yeah, yeah. If it's if it's a throttle, like you're flying a plane and you need uh, variable amounts of air brake and thrust or whatever. Okay, if I if I map that to one of the static buttons, you know X Y A B, I get that if I push that button, I'm getting a hundred percent or nothing. Yeah, like, but I mean, I it. it should be easy enough. You know, to say, you know, these few buttons are throttle based, these buttons are push based. So well, if, you know, still if I don't like, work. yeah, still- if, if I don't like, you know, pulling a trigger to accelerate, if I'd prefer to, you know, push the thumbstick back and forth to accelerate, it's the same basic function. Why? Yeah, yeah it's, Why a, it's an example of developers thinking that they were, or rather, like you said, lazy or it's thinking forcing. they know better. Yeah, that yeah, they know better that, about yeah. how to play the game. But granted, they have people that test it and, yeah. and, you know, it's just switches things. You know, like you're used to a game and you're used to a menu system, but then you know, hit escape or something to get into, uh, get out of a menu, and it doesn't. It pauses. We're playing Dead Space Three, and it pauses the game if you hit escape instead of hitting tab. To, to you close have to out hit your tab inventory. to close out the inventory screen. And for the first like ten minutes of the game, Nate and I are like <laughs> pausing the game at every two seconds for both, for both because of us it's over the internet. Both, and it's like. Blah, 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 blah. His escape and my escape will cancel each other's escapes. Oh, so if I legitimately want to go and change my controls, it escapes the whole thing, and he's like, "All right, back into it." I don't even get a chance to <laughs> switch the control, and he's all like, "That's <laughs> rolling, yeah." That's what I do. But yeah, it is weird that that it doesn't exist because it would be like there are games you jump between, especially first-person shooters. Like Gears of War layout is slightly different than Halo's layout, which is slightly different than Half-Life 2's layout. If you could make them all the same. 
there is a market for this where I want every time I hit, you know, the trigger, it fires. This trigger throws a grenade. grenade. Yeah. This trigger melees. This, this trigger jumps. You know, yeah. jumps. Yeah. Click in the right stick, it crouches. You exactly. know, yeah. As opposed to hit B to crouch. What the hell? Yeah. B's my melee. Yeah. Or whatever. Melee. Yeah. Yeah. X reload. So, jumping back to, uh, you know, I guess it's hard to call it next generation now because it's it, current gen. It's current gen. Yeah. I still yeah. want to call it next generation, but it's current gen. Um, one of the uh, kind Engage. of interesting things. <laughs> it's next generation. Star Trek Picard. <laughs> oh, man. Xbox Engage. Xbox Engage. You should do that and see what happens. You should. That is a command in Battlefield 4. Oh, you can do Engage. Oh, nice. You do, can you do it as Picard? <laughs> and we'll probably understand it. Yeah. Xbox engage. Engage. I'll, I'll record I'll record it and I'll send it to you. So right. You and then it. the and then all the engage. units are like I I didn't I didn't catch that. I didn't I didn't get it. That was actually that was actually Captain Picard's uh, uh favorite handheld system as well. <laughs> engage. Engage. No one liked that. Wow. Oh Picard you're, jokes. You're fired, Picard jokes. I'm sorry. A game material is not here. Yeah, the Nokia Engage. God. Was like the black and white, it like horrible. No, it was horrible. Game Boy's older, stupid brother. <laughs> <laughs> just like complete, yeah. complete wrong. It was. Yeah. Anyway, so, it was so, <laughs> Gumboy. <laughs> Gumboy. <laughs> so, current generation consoles now have a feature that has existed in the past, but required you know separate hardware with uh, with the game streaming now. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four. Both have built-in uh, game recorders that allow you to record a chunk of, you know, the last 15 minutes or the last certain period of time that you've been playing, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, edit it the way you want it and upload it to share with everybody. In the past, uh, you had to have a separate capture card. You could do it, but you had to have a whole other setup to record it and you know encode it and upload it separately from the actual console. But this is one of the new features that the next you know next generation current generation of <laughs> gaming consoles now has by default. So do you think this is going to introduce I mean there have been a couple of stories now with people doing horrible horrible things with their <laughs> streaming abilities and the, the like, various cameras. Like, like their wife and their husband <laughs> yeah, just showing, yeah. showing her off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that yeah. That That's uh. just, but do you think this is going to open up a new... Meanwhile on the go ramp. <laughs> <On the go-ramp. laughs> ne- never alleviated or never uh, underestimate the ability for somebody to uh, exploit, exploit or, or, or to turn something into porn. <laughs> it will happen. Rule 30 Yes, Next, so now coming to PS4 and, and Xbox One, <laughs> chat roulette. Oh, no. Oh, oh dick, 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 dick. Oh, look. Somebody I can talk to. Oh, no, that's just a vagina. I'm sorry. Oh, look, he's, he's holding a controller. Oh, he's tossing that's, the controller. Oh, oh, my goodness. Next. That's not a controller. Yeah, yeah. But do you, think, do you think this, this new ability to, uh, you know, share... Do a much better job of sharing your gaming experience, both you know, awesome things that happen, and you know, just random weird stuff that ever happens on your console. Do you think that's going to change the way people play a game? Are they going to you know, are they going to care that you know they're playing the game properly, or you know, you know, they're going to think a little bit more about well, this cool thing just happened. I should record that and post it, as opposed to before where you're like, oh, that was awesome. I wish I'd been recording it. Yeah, I think it- I blame Facebook. Yeah. Like Facebook for well, I think that it's it, it's something now where people are more prevalent to sharing stuff. You've got you know, Vine; you can record like six seconds of something and then upload it or whatever. So uh, people are now really into sharing things that are happening in their lives and can uh, capture it now and in, in a daily scenario with smartphones that have crazy good cameras and 
video capability in their pocket that they can, you know, quickly pull out and capture whatever's going on. So gamers are enjoying that now too because they can do crazy things like knife a whole bunch of people in Battlefield 4 and show off their skill sets. It's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think that it's going to be... I don't think it'll change the way people play the game. I mean, it might for some people, you know, because attention begets uh, yeah. different actions. Like, I, well, but, I think it might help with people who maybe want to get better at something and they're watching maybe some of the major types play. Maybe. Barrier to entry, too, sure. right? But I, I do think, like, when when you were back, like, in the Halo 1 days or, or whatever, and you, you had that perfect rocket that took out, you know, oh, like yeah. six people. You wished it You were like, oh, yeah. totally owned you guys. Yeah. When, and you live for those moments, too. Right, oh, yeah. right. And then you you know see your other friends, and you're, like, trying to describe this, and they're like... Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, and you're like, hey, I guess, guess you had to be there. Yeah. Like, all those moments where you're like, I guess you had to be there, or, or whatever... That's not the case anymore. You yeah, know, yeah. a lot of people are recording stuff and, mm-hmm. and sharing it. And I think mm-hmm. cool. uh, some of those things are already being captured. You know, so like if you Battlefield 4, if you level up, like in multiplayer, if you rank up, it'll automatically record a clip for you. You don't have to share that with everybody, but it'll automatically record the clip of whatever it was you did that scored you enough points to rank you up. Interesting. Mm, that's cool. Nice. Um, in Forza 4, it will automatically record if you have a horrendous wreck that makes you... <laughs> yes, it is hilarious. You filled your hard drive? No. Uh-huh. No. No, he switched oh. to the wheel. He's not playing controller anymore. Uh. Uh. Yes. How do you like that wheel, by the way? I'm I, sorry, a tangent. I, I really like it. I did a, yeah, I did a stream on how good the setup was. See, it, goes with, it like, goes with streaming. I, I do like it, but my, my streaming is more not just, hey, follow Ryan. It was more for uh, the Formula Forza stuff. Gotcha. But anyway, I do think that the, the streaming stuff, but this is one thing <coughs> I was saying before, is that part of this next gen, the allure isn't just graphics, right? Yeah. And when people go, like, Battlefield 4, some people were saying, mm, they might have been able to do this on 360, <coughs> you know? That might be true for Battlefield 4. They might have been able to do that on 360 and, and look almost the same. I mean, I know it is out on 360 as well, but... I, I hear mean, it looks like ass on 360. <laughs> I, I don't know. But the, the graphics itself in Battlefield 4, it does look pretty good, but there are parts where I'm like, hmm, could have been 360. But it's all the integration stuff that I think <laughs> you're getting with these next games yeah. that that really helps set it apart. And it's not just the game DVR, because I think some of these features are going to get even better than they are right now. Xbox One sort of lags a little bit behind the PS4 because the Xbox One does uh, five minutes max. Ah, oh, oh, I did not know that. Yeah, max. So if, if you say, uh, if you're just playing a game, something awesome happens, it doesn't pause or anything, but if you say Xbox record that, Connect will hear it, record the clip for you, automatically archive it, and then later you can go back and clip, edit it, whatever you want. Or you can uh, say Xbox Snap Game DVR, and it'll snap in like 20% of your screen will be the DVR controls, and you can tell it what you want to like record the next five minutes, or you know hmm. start recording now, or record up to five minutes ago if you want to do that. If you do Xbox Record that, I believe it's like 30 seconds. Something like that. So if it's just that one little thing. But if it was, like, good enough that you need the whole five minutes, uh, like I think I did a, um, I have already shared uh, 
my battle on uh, Assassin's Creed 4 where I took over yep. another ship. Yeah, I saw that. And I did that via the game DVR. And I edited edited. I used the <laughs> Xbox One editor yeah. uh, to, to clip that. And you can actually take several clips and make sort of a montage and and do your transitions and everything. And that's really cool stuff. You don't cool. Yeah, check that out on our Facebook, by the way. We've yeah, got that posted on there. Yeah. yeah. If you, uh, you don't have... I mean, video editing is expensive, really. I mean, if you look at, at what you have to get, you know, a capture card... Previously, a capture card and editing software. If you wanted anything better than Windows Movie Maker, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're paying it quite a bit. Good, yeah, it is. Okay. it is. It's not bad. It, Windows it, Movie Maker is okay now. It's like but paint. I'm really good with paint. Yeah, <laughs> I, can, I can make some memes. Paint. Meme Travis memes. Paint memes. The That's skills me with with meme paint uh, at work. Meme legendary. Um, yes. uh, it's so, interesting that that you know we were talking about sharing. I feel like this is a feature that I wouldn't have expected. Microsoft and and Sony, like if you know when PS4 was announced before they said anything about sharing or any of that stuff, I, it's a feature that uh, it's like I didn't know I wanted, but now that I'm hearing that you know about people sharing, I'm like this is actually kind of cool. I'm like I'd want to watch you on Twitch TV, you know, playing fours or whatever. It, it's just something you you never really think about beforehand. It's just interesting that they had this uh, yeah sort of and, an idea. And for the people that are gonna get when we talk about game DVR is one thing. And real quick before I skip over that, I did say that the Xbox One had uh, five-minute uh, game capture. Uh, PS4 can go back up to 15 minutes, so three cool. times that that mm-hmm. length. And uh, my understanding, and I could be proven <laughs> proven correct or just corrected on the internet or whatever, but uh, my understanding is that it will just record indefinitely. Uh, basically until your hard drive starts filling up to a critical level. So right. that is pretty interesting stuff. Can you stream it via Twitch TV? Like, <clears throat> is that per- for both? Permanently? Like, can you live stream? I think you can live stream on PS4. You can well. live stream on PS4 now uh, yeah. via Twitch. Yeah. And you cannot do that via Xbox One yet. yet. Really? Yeah, the under- the understanding is that uh, January they're supposed to be... I don't think it was ready yet. That's yeah, well, I think, it, I think it actually was ready. I think they saw the PlayStation 4 one. The PlayStation 4 one is slick. It is really good. Yeah. So so the, maybe it was ready, but it wasn't very intuitive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they didn't okay. have as many features as the PlayStation so 4 So they're one. trying to catch up. Yeah. Gotcha. Because I, I think if I they would have... competition. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. It's, it's good awesome. for us. No, it's good. The PlayStation 4 one is interesting <clears throat> because you get your, your game view... And then when you're streaming, mm. it like pops up a little chat log, so you don't have to have a computer up next yeah. to you showing you the chat That's log. Cool. And if you're a, a like a regular streamer, if you're streaming, it does change the way you play, or at least if you're if it's a channel worth watching streaming, because if it's just somebody playing and not interacting with with the people that are watching, mm. you tend to get a very static thing, and you're like, oh wait, go over there, you know, or or whatever. And if they're just not even watching the the chat feed, you know, you get a little bit disappointed and you might go mm-hmm. to another one that they are watching that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the really good streamers out there will watch that chat, uh, that chat feed and sort of interact with them, try and answer whatever questions, whatnot. Um, I think that will change how people play games. Yeah. If, if that's what cool. they're into. Yeah, I, it's, it's like the guy on the couch, right? You know, it's the old, it's almost like they're accomplishing what, you know, we've had in the living room in the past where if, you, if everybody's watching you play the game, they'll say, oh, do this, oh, do that. It's just, it's over the internet now. Right? It's yeah. like they're being right. right in the room with you. That's right. pretty cool. Yeah. And you, you can stream <laughs> indefinitely on, on PS4. It basically just keep going. 
<laughs> wow. Because it's not recording it locally. When yeah, it's all right it's all upload straight to Twitch. How's the um, fidelity on that? Do you know? I don't remember if it's uh, 720 I, or not. I don't or... know what it scales to. I know um, <laughs> I still do my streaming through a capture device. Right. And uh, it is... You've got to have pretty... <laughs> Pretty robust internet connection to be able to do that and play an online game. Yeah. Um, but if you can do it, like see mine, your upload. Yeah, mine is is doing just a little bit below uh, 720. I mean, it's like a it's like a 10 megabit stream or something like that. So it's a pretty high. Oh, that's that that's quite a chunk. Yeah. Yeah. You have a you have 35 35, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. See that works. 35 out. up and 35 down. It's not bad. Nice. So, real quick question, just to finish this up. Um, do you think this will change the way support is done? That if you're having a defect in the game, you can now record, you know, oh. the like Assassin's Creed had the infinite enemy spawn. Oh, that's where it a, just spawn. Nailed it. Huh, that's yeah. a great idea, actually. I didn't even you know, think about think, that. Do you think it will change the way, you know, people communicate with a developer and they say, hey, this is a problem. I have video of it right here. Absolutely. Go. I think wow. that's yeah. that. I mean, in the past, what, you could what record it on your phone, and people have right. you, shown you get, glitches you get, like you, get, you know, yeah. pictures of people, you know, taking a picture of their phone or their TV while they're playing it and seeing the glitch happen. But now you can actually see live gameplay footage of the, of yeah. the glitch. I think, I think actually, YouTube has done that in general because people can't, you can't hide it anymore. Yeah. And the other thing I, I heard about, and this is um, related to the, the wife husband little porn thing we were talking about earlier with the streaming you don't have control of that data right that you put out there so it's not like um it's a service that's being offered so they can take that video down if they want if it looks like bad press to them they could technically kill your video of a glitch they, or whatever they can also ban your ability to uh, use that service right. going forward like uh, twitch has an end user uh license agreement that says that if you're not um, if you're not streaming gameplay or, uh, you can have discussion. Like, I, I believe what we're doing would be okay on Twitch because it is game related. Ah. Uh, so like game commentary, that sort of thing <clears throat> is okay, but it, it has to be related to games. Like you can't just have, um, you know, you watch it in a movie or something. Oh, yes. You cannot movie, do, right. you uh. cannot do that. They will ban your account for it. Huh. So it, it is because it's like showing off the movie. You're essentially, you know what I mean, distributing yeah. distributing the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and and I, it, you know, it's not their target audience. So I mean, if you're doing something mundane like watching a TV show or you know cooking something, that's not that's not who they serve. They're serving gamers. So they right. It's it's not YouTube. They so. don't want you to have to wade through, you know. Grandma Jenkins. It's, I was gonna say there goes there goes Ryan's cooking show. <laughs> cooking it's gonna Ryan. take Fucking one bad. person though, one person <laughs> to accidentally forget that they were streaming at one point and forget to turn it off. Oh, and then yeah. they go and they they're flipping through the channels and they're just kind of chilling and then their account gets banned and they freak out. It can, it can happen. Yeah. Or or they're doing something they shouldn't. <clears throat> it could be. Well, since we've reached the last segment of the show, uh, <laughs> our last topic is actually going to be. Uh, the current state of TV show finales and and how they seem to have kind of not been as good. They, they've kind of been built up and then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe that's the greatest explanation I've ever held. Would you would you would you care to expand upon and explain how how TV finales? Have Let's preface this with recently. spoilers. Like if well, you're yes, listening yes. to the podcast now and you don't want to have any of these TV shows, and we'll list this in the in the. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll right throw this up for YouTube. Here, right and we'll, here. Yeah, we'll figure out, you know, where you need to to jump to to skip this whole section so you can well, listen actually, to the this awesome is, ending. Yeah, this is the last so, one. Yeah. So. yeah, but, I mean, we're hilarious at the end. Uh, yeah, we should yeah, sign off. Sure. Everybody's got to hit the sign off. you got to hit the sign off. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, let everybody, we'll let everybody know, you know, you know, we're about to spoil the hell out of everything. So, <laughs> yes. heads up. Right. You've been warned. <laughs> yes, podcast, we'll, we'll put warnings in the iTunes as well. Okay. So, we... To preface, we started having a conversation at a party, and uh, one of the comments that I brought up is that the TV shows, I believe, have had, they some of them have taken off and they've been really good, really real, wit, what, I can't talk, well, well written. written, yes, well written, <laughs> well written TV shows, right, and, and they get into this groove, and you're like, you just can't not watch the next episode. You have to continue watching. Pavlovian response. Yeah, clicking, and you're like, just, yeah, click, click, click. And Netflix is terrible, because you just, next, next, and you're like, what happened? Why is it Sunday? <laughs> they have developed so, time travel. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, into the future. We can't go back yet. <laughs> so, these TV shows, really good. I enjoy them. And then, it's time to cut that thread. And you just can't Come up with an acceptable yeah, and there's a, and I out. know that there's probably a, a, a slew of reasons why it's hard to do that, especially as a writer of that show or something. But some shows seem to have gotten it right. But I'll list a couple examples of which ones I think have totally and abysmally failed. Lost is one of them. Lost, it was just one of those shows where you got to this point and it plateaued, and then it just. Didn't make any sense. They continue to answer questions with more questions, mm-hmm. and at the end of the, th- the 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 show, it was just it was Deus Ex Machina. Ugh. It was it was Deus it, it Ex was Machina. Like, then they just brought this. Well, kind of. I it was, was writer vomit. Yeah, and then they're just like with spirit. Yeah, well, the, one of the issues with losses yeah. ending was, like, was from the beginning they said we're not going to end it this way. We're not going to end it this way. We're not going to end it this and way. And then they ended. And then they ended it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They said they would answer and, everything. And I've seen I've seen an interview with uh, Lindelof where he kind of explains you know the whole point of the last season and how it you know kind of made sense. But yeah, it's yeah, still, it didn't. It's, still, it's it's mystical. And and as Stoughton, it, who's not here, uh, would point out, he said part of the only reason you can accept loss is to accept that just things are magic. There was magic. That's that's really the, yeah. the explanation. Yeah, there, there were just too many dangling just, yeah, things. Yeah, there really was. That you have to expect that. Yeah, just, crazy weird things happen, like numbers and all these things. I mean, I, I can't even remember. Oh, the I know, dude. I can't. There were so like, many details so and questions at this point that I don't even remember. By like season four or five years, like, but why were there bears? There were bears. Polar bears. Polar bears. Another. I, I I'll I'll mention it. It's Dexter. It was one of those endings where you're just like, and it was slightly okay-ish, but then it didn't explain anything after. And I'll, I'll leave it at that because I don't want to spoil it directly for Ryan. Oh, I'll spoil it for Ryan. You know what? In that ending, they were doing this and they this, and there was cutting and all this kind of. Just going all. <laughs> Holy cow! And that's why ice cream has no bones, guys. That's what Dexter told me. <sighs> There's no point in me even watching it anymore. Yeah, you do. He just, I'm sorry. How did they even get there? I, I, I I'm, I'm out. I'm, 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 
no, ejection. Just, yeah. <laughs> that was the eject button now. Yeah. Pull the parachute. Uh, I'm gone. I got nothing now. Oh, okay. Punch uh. it. <laughs> okay, so I got one on this. And okay. I, I tend to agree with you that the... Okay. The, I'm sorry, did you have more on this before I interject with that, my... Well, not with that one. I, I was going to name another show, but... It's go for it. No, go ahead. S- Sopranos. Oh. It was just like all of a sudden, <clears throat> what? And I guess maybe that was like the easiest way to do it. But I think that they could have done it better. Now, there's actually some debate here. There's some debate at the end, not just between us, but uh, debate uh, amongst the internet as to what the ending meant in Sopranos. Mm. Uh, We are going to spoil the crap out of this, so if you are in the middle of Sopranos or intend to watch it, do you guys... Either go ahead, no. okay. To spoil away. It's really uh, good. You should watch. Yeah, but that's it. Is, spoil away. It is really good. Okay, so it's they, they go through anything. the seasons, and there's always an element of of hits and dodging the hit, and yeah. major characters getting taken out, yep. and and whatnot. Either you know hauled off to prison or or whatever. But yep. uh, the very last one, they hype up the you know the, you can tell they're building to uh, what appears to be a happy ending. And they're all in a diner, uh, the Soprano family, the the immediate families, right? So the the you know head of mafia is there, the his wife and his two kids, and they're just having like onion rings in this diner or whatever. And it's it's a very sequenced thing. And some people, when it ends, the the end of the show, it just goes like Tony's view, the the mafia head. It goes Tony's view, and then. Um, like it shows like a loved one coming in the door and then Tony's view and then another loved one coming in the door and then Tony's view and then something else in the diner. So it was, it was very like, it's him. It's, you know, it, you're seeing what he sees. Seen by shot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, the very last one is it just goes black. Yep. When it's supposed to go back to Tony's view, just black and it leaves it there for oh. about the length that it would have stayed on his shot. So some people think, okay, that's the ending. You know, happy ending. They left it in the diner and all's well and they ended the show happy. <clears throat> and the interpretation is there the that the black is because he got shot. The black He's is dead. because he got shot. Now in the diner scene, he sees somebody walk in and um he's like looking at the guy and the guy goes into the bathroom. And he just, you know, whatever. And it continues on, and it's showing his family arrive, and he orders some, you know, food or whatever. And then he glances over, and the guy comes back out of the bathroom and gets a seat. And another time he glances over, and it's on Tony's view. He's, like, looking at the guy, and he's at the bar, and the guy is staring directly at him. And then it's, like, two scenes later that it's just black. So So I don't know how you can interpret that any different than he got shot to me. Some people think it was happy ending. How can you leave it that way? Is how did you interpret it? I, you know, I <clears throat> I have to think about it because it's been like seven or. Well, this was your example that <clears throat> Sopranos ending sucked. I thought it sucked originally when I saw it. So what did you think? Did you think I think maybe that at that point I thought it was just you know that they cut it like it was just done like that that was it. And see, I think it was much more in depth than that because when I saw it, I was like, holy crap! They ended it with him getting shot. Interesting. So I loved it. Personally, mm. I think how else can you end it? It's you true. can't just go, yeah, yeah. They, they it's not on. a sa- it's not a happy story, you know. No, that's it's not. Re- and that's that's part of the reason I think a lot of these modern modern TV Breaking shows are, and Breaking Bad and it's not these are not you know these are not series. Most of them are very dramatic and there's 
usually dark. gray area and right. dark characters and all this. And so yeah. to have a happy ending all the time, I think we've seen that a lot. That, that's what everybody expects is kind of a happy ending. And you mm-hmm. can't have, you know, bad thing, bad thing, bad thing, bad thing, bad thing, happy ending. Yeah. yeah. The other thing, it, it's a, along the same vein, but maybe not the finale itself was terrible. But I'm going to say Heroes. Oh. Ugh. So Heroes started off <clears throat> with such a monumental story it's that funny. they almost couldn't continue. Right. Well, they certainly well, th- couldn't continue with the writer's strike. But right. the, the writer's strike really killed it. But I, I think the issue... Well, go ahead and finish it. Did you finish it? Yes. Yeah. I'll be honest. didn't finish it. Really? Yeah, I didn't either. I got to the guy with... The, the, the fourth the, Yeah, the fourth with season the chick was... With the, like, the, the music, music she had the tattoo on her back or whatever, and it was oh, yeah, that, the, ink, the, the ink and uh, stuff. So it was and I got the synesthesia power of the like the music and the yeah, controlling people. Uh, yeah, that, that about half through crap. that season, and then it was just done. Yeah, yeah so it didn't make any sense. The first season, first season was fantastic. Yes, oh, yeah. and then the second season had potential, and then it just fell off a cliff because the, 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 so the first season had a little bit of Superman syndrome where they built up a character that. You weren't even you weren't even stressed about it because he had every ability known to man. Yep. And his uh, enemy had almost the potential for every ability known to man. Right. Yeah. Uh, but what didn't have the one? The first season was about him trying to get the ability to become immortal. Right. And so they they stopped that from happening. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that was sort of the main thing they were going for, and the side plot was the trying to stop the end of the world. Right. But the anyway the. Yeah. Uh, uh, beyond that, it was, I don't know, it was just terrible writing after terrible writing. I don't think they knew how to continue that. You know, because what they did to fix the, like, season two, maybe the first three episodes were still just as well written. That, well, that but, was probably all they had set up, I think. Before the writer's strike Before yeah. the strike hit. And well, they, they cleaned that, that season out quickly. What they, they, they ended did, it. They, they, they did something they, to him that they they basically took away all of his powers and basically was, said now the, he can only have yeah, the one. Third, the third season they, they stripped they completely stripped him of his powers and then when he came back from the fourth season he could have one power at a time but there was kind of this gray <laughs> was, area. Yeah it was, it was really odd. <laughs> that that, one, yeah, that show could have been better if they'd stuck to to Cornell's vision or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna say. Was was you know each season is new characters, new totally characters, new characters, yeah. new people, or even new time, or even different time periods would be yeah. better. You know, well, like, that's what I mean. They could have gone all kinds revolutionary of war or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that. that would, I think that's what his original vision. And was. they sort of they sort of touched on some of that in season two. Yeah, yeah. with, with uh, hero. hero going back. Yeah, yeah. but anyway, yeah. Uh, that's my example of. You know, they, they, they write some really good ones. They start it. They get you hooked. Because we're not even talking about the shows that were just poorly written from the beginning. It was yeah. a show that got you hooked. Yeah, And was. then the finale just could not live up, or where they took it could not live up to what they had built. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to me, Heroes falls into that category. And it's so disappointing because it was such a good show. This is yeah. one of those things where I think with where we're headed now and, and some of the previous topics we've discussed here on this podcast is that... You know, with Netflix producing their own shows and able to control and add, you know, their, you know, set number of, you know, how many seasons a show is going to have or something like that, and at least adding to it so that the writers aren't necessarily staled out or, you know, trying to just kind of give filler episodes just Mm -hmm. to keep going. And you'll stop some of that nonsense where, you know, they just don't know where to take it because of either a writer's strike or something. Yep. 
They've done that. You've noticed they've cut down the season. It used to be like 26 <clears> episodes, like half and now it's like 13, 13 episodes. Yeah. But like they cut Walking, out all those right, bullshit Walking fillers. Dead, Walking Dead had the mid-season finale. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with 13 solid, because that's what you're going to get anyway when you watch a serialized show in the old sure. days. And even then, you may right. not even get 13 actual like storyline episodes. Story-driven. Like, I'll say I'm, I'm impressed <laughs> with, uh, with 24. It's 24 episodes. Yeah. And you're pretty much jam-packed with... I, with, like I said. I mean, you can't, it doesn't have enough room... For filler. Right. It's, I mean, it's basically an hour of time on on the clock every time. Each episode... And they, get, and they, they hold themselves accountable. They show you the, like, hour. Yeah, and it shows... And it's based on, like, you know, even though they have fillers with commercials and stuff that eat up some of that time. Yeah, when you come still, back, it's three minutes or whatever passed. Yep. Yeah. I think some of the, some of the short seasons... And maybe I'm pulling this out of my ass. Um, a lot of uh, British shows, which you know, U.S. shows kind of tend to borrow from a little bit, yep. uh, yeah. are you know a half dozen episodes, and that's the season, and that's it. You know, they're they're six to eight to nine episodes long, and wow. that's the season. And so I think you get you know here we've kind of taken it. We've said okay, well you know shorter seasons are great. So you get a you know a pre-Christmas season and a post-Christmas season without. Us having to try and fill twenty four episodes worth of well, they, they do quarters. They'll do quarters. They'll do quarters. Yeah, that's how the the UK shows mostly work. Is they do quarters. So they'll, you know, they could have two seasons inside the same year. You know, as yeah. opposed to oh, the twenty thirteen season, which is how US uh, a lot of US shows work. You mm-hmm. know, a season they is rotate around summer, so it mm-hmm. starts at the end of summer and goes until right or, or whatever. Or yeah. Um. But I, I don't know. I there are there have been some isolated instances of good finales, mm-hmm. but man, it, it it is certainly far and few between now. But I don't know that we've had we've seen some fantastic writing. Like if we go back, you know, this has been some of the most dynamic period of TV shows we've seen. Yeah, it's true. You know, serialized. Like, oh, not so serialized, but the other one. Like written a whole written story, you know. We've always had serialized in the past. The TVs are getting the TV shows are better than movies, I think. Yeah, but they just don't know how to give a good movie ending. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where like you walk out and you're just like, yeah, I, I just don't feel that. And I mean on on not just you know in between seasons, but I'm talking about just you know the final you know yeah, bookend right. to to right. close it out. Right. You think maybe maybe the TV format hurts it a little bit in that with a movie you're telling a story across, you know, two and a half hours. Right. So you've got setup, action, ending. Right. Where with a TV series you have, you know, uh, Act one, two, and three each episode. Know. Yeah. Well even even yeah, you kinda of have action kind episode, of. but as part of, you know, the season or the series run, you have, you know, half of the first season is set up. And then everything in the middle is action and more setup and action and more setup. And then you've got an episode to you know to tie everything together. Mm-hmm. Whereas instead of focusing on making an entire finale season, you know they're focused on well, we got to wrap everything up in the last you know two and one a, of my two episodes. Favorite, um, like things that kind of tied that together was um, the, the the season one ending of um, was Stargate. Atlantis. Oh, okay. Where it was yeah, like yeah. so you had two episodes that were tied together, and then the, the the first episode of season two. It was like a three parter. It was a three parter, and it was amazing. Yeah, it was really good. But it was like I mean, you were on the edge of your seat at the end of the second one. You're like, I want to finish it. Yeah. And you had to wait, and that was cool. But I mean, just they spent two episodes 
trying to tell that final battle. And they got it, but they left it, you know, cliffhanger so that you know, yeah. the next season would be is that, started. Is that also kind of a side effect of uh, what we've seen in the past with TV, where because they're beholden to, you know, the investors and people upstairs that dictate whether or not this season will continue on in the next season, that they're scared of wrapping something up or they have to have a Before cliffhanger it's time. Yeah. to get it. So you end up with shows like Farscape, where in the last yes. episode, yeah. right yeah. at the end of the episode, he gets obliterated a bunch of little pieces, yeah. and that's it. They canceled the series after that. Yeah. Spoiler, Farscape. Yeah, yeah Farscape spoiler. But nice enough, <laughs> they, they actually came back and made you know a, a, a movie. movie. Yeah, movie. I didn't know you had seen it. Yeah, that, yeah. Wrapped, you know, that wraps it's up. Really good. It's like a two-hour movie that pretty much kind of condenses what the last season would have been. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was uh, that was part of where I was going to say the abysmal endings, and maybe it started with that. But I feel cool. like a lot of these series that that even like like Dexter, for instance, was planned to end this season. Like the yeah. writers wanted to end it, but yeah. I was not thrilled with the ending. I wasn't yeah. either. And maybe that's. Uh, oh, go ahead. Well, uh, okay. So Spartacus. Have you guys seen Spartacus? Yes. And I'm, I'm not going to get into exactly what happened. It's not going to be a spoiler. I think I've seen it, like five or six episodes. I've seen, not seen, I've seen, I've seen about defined... twenty minutes of one episode. That was the best twenty minutes of TV. <laughs> Boobies and blood. Yes. <laughs> it may have been on the GoRam internet. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, GoRam YouTube. <laughs> well, it was prescribed to, to end at this point because, you know, they at least had to somewhat <laughs> adhere to historical accounts History, of... Yeah. Right. So, <clears throat> uh, I think that was actually a, a pretty decent ending. I mean, you know, you didn't I've want it... i to say the same thing. You didn't want it to end, but it, it ended at a point that, okay, it could continue and it was... Um, it was a, it was a fitting end, I'll say, but mm-hmm. it's kind of the the rarity that that one ended that way. And and I think you've got a point with the problem in TV is that to do it right, you would have to dedicate sort of the last I don't know three episodes really <laughs> of a of a TV series to to sort of wrap up the you, finale. You see that with and movies, the planet. Well, oh yeah, Harry Potter even. Yeah. Look at that. It took it took two books and three movies. Yep. just to do the ending. Well, he, I'll even challenge it to Marvel, Marvel movies. You've got all of this character development and build-up on each separate one. And then you come together with this ridiculously awesome movie that everybody loves. And it's because, you know, you've got introductions already worked out. Right. Yeah. You've got nothing but... You can have, you know, 90 minutes of pure, unadulterated Marvel, action. you know, action. <laughs> essentially, yeah. Yeah. Because you already because know all the characters, there's exactly. no yeah. necessary. No, other than nothing that. necessary, and that's why I was. So you can spend of, enough time wrapping it up. Adventures is one of those where, like, I don't think um, you could ever really screw up. I, I mean, you could per se, but uh, you have Joss it would, it would you have, have all of the Marvel. It's really hard to screw it, that it, up. It's, it's possible, <laughs> but it would have yeah. taken a lot of work. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. It, you're right. You know, it seems like it's this has been happening. You, you mentioned Farscape. There was. Um, trying to think of if there's ever been a TV show I can think of that's had a great ending in the last 10 years. Like, can you even think of one uh, off the top of your head that's I have, ended? I have same, kids, so, same. I mean, Spongebob ending was season five. Uh, <laughs> same same, same elsewhere? That's the best ending ever. Mm-hmm. Snow Globe. What? Uh, you've never seen the same no. ending elsewhere? No. no. You've seen elsewhere ending? No. Yeah, it turns out the whole series was uh, in the mind of a autistic kid. Staring into a snow globe. Oh yeah. my God! Really? That's the, every time you see a series that ends with the, you know, you know, this no, person this made it a all dream. up. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 that, and then it's uh it's the Newhart ending where 
he wakes up from a dream from a previous series, and you know the whole second series was just him dreaming from this previous. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> that's Good such God. a such a writer's. Wait, how do we get him from point de- A to point B? De- you know, I know. You know yeah. dream. It's, yeah. it's 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 at the time it was very innovative because nobody had really done that before, and I think you know if you can come up with something innovative that doesn't totally wrap it up, but kind of you know throws it off uh, fast, then yeah, you can get away with it. But now, no, you can't pull that off. I was gonna it. say, I think that what Family Guy was making fun of where they woke up, uh, they woke up, and I can't remember who it was. It was after the apocalypse, and yeah. st- they were like Stewie. There was an army yeah, of Stewies, uh, and there was with uh, uh, and, uh, Patrick Duffy. Yeah, Patrick yeah, Duffy. It was what, like, was, uh, what were they the, spoofing? I can't remember. It was, was like that a, Dallas, maybe. Yeah, yeah, Something might like have that. been. It was. Okay. Yeah, there was like the Breaking Bad ending. There was actually a spoof ending that that uh, Sony pulled down. That was them waking up like next to his wife from Malcolm from in the Middle, Middle, and Breaking Bad was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It was good. It was oh, really that's good. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, it was good, man. So yeah. I don't Good stuff. All right, well, we'll go ahead and wrap this episode up with uh, hopefully not a terrible ending, um, but no guarantees. I mean, it's it's TV. Well, it's not TV. It's YouTube. So we're good. Not TV. We don't have to answer to anybody. <laughs> we're free to do what we want. I'm getting naked. No, um, uh, I'm going to... We're going to close this out. So... Nate's gonna get naked. <laughs> Whoa. That's probably make know. everybody a lot happier. I bet we better. Be, That's we, on our Go we, Ram YouTube. Go Ram. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say yes. we better take this to black like the Sopranos ending. <laughs> <laughs> you can look at yes. me, look back, look, look back, back, and no, naked, and Nate, then it's on. Nate's shirt's coming off. <laughs> oh my! Be sure to uh, tell, uh, like us on Facebook uh, at facebook.com/slash Fairly Awesome Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at FAPcast. Uh, click the subscribe button that you'll see at the end of this video. Subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can check out all the other hilarious and that's pretty much all hilarious stuff that we post up. Nothing's terrible, so <laughs> you should just watch all of it all repeatedly. Of it. All day. And then click the little likes anytime you see them. And uh, we'll... That's, there's a bonus score. There's a bonus score. Yeah, yeah for, for cl- liking all yeah, of it. Yeah, you get uh, bonus internet points for liking all the videos. We'll send you a go Fifty go and so if you managed to make it through this entire episode and not looked at me and thought, hey, Kool-Aid, give yourself a thumbs up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't see ya. <laughs>